0: Robot. Welcome to Robot Kraken, where Chris of Deeply Dapper and Tom of Third Rail Design Lab talk about movies, shows, comics, entertainment news, and general madness. Ha ha, <laughs> I see what you did so. No miscellany this time, sir You dodged, you dodged, you dodged the shifty word How's it going? It's it been a swell, while, man
1: It has been a while It seems like it's almost been, you know, several minutes since we talked our, our, It seems like it's doing?
0: been approximately a week since we planned on podcasting And then some things happened Yeah,
1: right. it's been a busy... It's been a busy early April and late March. Yes, uh, and then also since we, the last few were one, like you know, super recording split into multiple episodes. Um, you know, your hairstyle is different and your beard is longer, and you've lost thirty pounds since I last saw you.
0: So, <laughs> one of those things is patently oh, untrue, sir. <laughs> no, no I, was, I was looking at
1: my, I was looking at my own reflection in this. Class, oh, so.
0: okay, that makes sense. Although you don't have any hair to style, (laughs) (laughs) hey!
1: If only I had some of that sweet, deeply dapper uh, uh, beard oil, I could.
0: That's true. I need to hook you up with that, don't I?
1: You kind (laughs) of do. I have. I've been lazy in using my um all of my wonderful products, my uh, my mustache wax and everything, because you know I do it and then I go to work, you know, or or I'll do it and then and then I'll ride to work, and by the time I get. (laughs) time I get there, it's a water-based product, so it's like, you know.
0: Right, it's just a <laughs> shambles. Look at the, yeah, like the sad villain, right? <laughs> yeah, I really feel like we need to find a little travel container we can put some of that into to take to that kind of thing.
1: Only someone made such a thing. Small if compartmentalized products. Only... That-
0: because, <laughs> yeah, I have a tendency to, like, I'll, I'll style my facial hair a little bit, and then I'll go to a con and be, like, exhausted, and halfway through the day, I'll splash water on my face and then be like, ah, oh, crap, as I feel it, like, like decomposing into my mouth, and it's just not a pleasant thing.
1: <laughs> Did you just say styling your official hair?
0: Yes. Does that mean con
1: hair? You have con hair?
0: I do have con hair, because this is not con hair. This, this is more con air hair. than con hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did that just now. That's the thing you did.
1: Uh, but you, but it's dapper. It's, it's it's deeply dapper, is what you have. With. So, so you know, Chris, uh, I think we should uh, deviate from our schedule, and I think you should tell me all about this sweet, sweet con you went to. Oh man, from photos you sent me. It was
0: gangbusters. <laughs> tell me all about it. Well, Tom, I've done two what cons really, but I haven't really discussed Fanex much. Um, okay. Which, uh, I, theoretically, I'm getting together with Lindsay at some point, and we're going to do a little podcast about Fanex, But we'll see. Things are a little akimbo right now. Um, but I just got back from the Gem State Gaming Convention in Boise, Idaho.
1: You know, every time you tell me that, I think it's like a gem convention. Like, everybody's... You know, <laughs> it was trip. a rock show,
0: but yeah, not that kind of site. rock show. Yeah,
1: well, it might have been better if it was. The Rock!
0: No, they're minerals. <laughs> so how'd it go? Um, it was an interesting show. I'll say that much. Uh, this was the first time I'd done a con in in Idaho, mm. so it was <laughs> different. I, I honestly like. It was a gaming convention, and it was a mixed video game board game convention, but. All right. It was really more of a Pokemon board game, video game convention. Because the bulk of the attendees were there for the Pokemon tournaments that they were doing. And they did a few things really right. Like, they did a couple of incentives to get people to check out the vendors room that I really liked. Like, they had a live-action, like in real life role playing game where you could gain experience for doing certain things around the con and that type of thing and supposedly their system's going to carry forward to like local businesses throughout the year so you can continue to gain experience and battle thing. i, I don't know exactly how it works because we never really left the room and found out anything else about it but they gave everyone at the table little chips they were like, okay, if they come over and they interact with you, they talk about you, they smell your soap, whatever. Give them some experience points. If they buy yeah. something from you, they get more experience points. For every ten bucks they spend, they get this extra bonus experience point t- chips.
1: It sounds awesome. No, it sounds terrible. No, no, it sounds awesome. Compared, no, I don't know how I
0: feel about it. Compared to like SaltCon that I did, it's awesome. Because SaltCon's method was, oh, we're doing blackout bingo for the vendors. So they'll come over and they'll interact with you and then have you sign their bingo sheets. Well, instead, you'd be standing at the table talking to someone, and someone would come over and just literally shove their sheet in front of you and be like, can you sign this? Can you sign this? Can you sign all fucking weekend. Sorry. It sounds like the kind. Of, all of these <laughs>
1: methodologies sound like the kind of thing they'd use on elementary school kids to get them to participate in recycling or something.
0: Exactly. And that's the problem with them trying to have some sort of interactive function to get you mm-hmm. to interact with the vendors. What you need to do is have the vendors in a good place to be interacted with. Like and this good. one was in a dark, weird room off from everything else and there were like seven of us. And the thing that really hurt us was there were supposed to be eight of us. And the eighth one was some people from out of state. They came from California. Uh, (laughs) Fuck. First mistake.
1: (laughs) They're They're organic bean and cheese burritos.
0: And they had made a deal with the Pokemon Guild of Idaho to be the exclusive Pokemon seller there. They showed up... Six hours late for the first day so they basically breezed in, set their shit up, sold for like an hour and a half and then went home the next day they pulled all their stuff out of the vendor's room and set them up in the gaming room with all the gamers What? which meant anyone in there never even left to come look at us they just stayed in there and and bought from these guys and then they didn't even bother showing up on the last day
1: well, it sounds like you got screwed by the organizers of that convention. I'm sorry, but yeah. that doesn't sound right at all.
0: Yeah, I was really pretty unhappy with that. Um, I I mean, I talked to the vendor or the organizers about it. They seemed really cool about it. They definitely like made a note of what our problems were and that kind of thing, sure. but it didn't help us what we spent at that weekend kind of thing. But, you know, I did it on the cheap. Like, that entire con, including table, cost me less than 250 bucks because yeah. I stayed with a family friend and that kind of thing. So, you know, there's there's a certain level where it was a cheap enough con that even with it being a crap con in terms of sales, I still didn't lose money. And, yeah, that's good. And, and you, you know, close I, to the water cooler. Yeah. We sitting. Yeah, and, and like... It was kind of fun in a way because we were in the vendor's room and we were literally the only people in the room were the vendors. So we were goofing around and throwing shit at each other and that kind of thing. And a lot of them haven't done other cons. Like this is like maybe their second con and last year's gem state was the last con they'd done. And so there was a lot of like trading ideas and talking about what I do and what I look for in a con and that kind of thing. So it yeah. it I actually was kind of the, the old guy there in terms of that kind of thing so mm. it, was, it was kind of fun in that respect but it was also kind of annoying in that respect because when it's slow i like to be able to dive in and do something productive with my time and instead i was talking to a lot of vendors but i did find right. some time to like sit down and thumbnail out my comic that i'm working on and that kind of thing yeah
1: so what was the what was the state of dandruff at that <laughs> con's little vendor room because it sounds like breakfast club but the Idaho version of it. Yeah. You guys were in detention in the room.
0: Yeah, it was yeah. it was a really interesting mix. Like there was one guy there from the comic shop locally that was selling comics, which was cool cuz I picked up like six trade paperbacks for a buck a piece. That's not which bad. Which I'm totally okay with that. Um I also I, I found a copy of Manifest Destiny, which I think I told you about forever ago, but it's yep. a it's a comic series I can't remember the creator's names, but it's kind of a cryptozoology take on the Lewis and Clark expedition into the new world. So there's like oh, right. centaurs that are bison based and that kind of thing, which I think is really cool. Are you taking a picture of me on the screen? It's making me uncomfortable. Should I pose like <laughs> one of your French girls? <laughs> I, mean, I, I, need,
1: I need to uh, memorialize this moment when you were telling me how awesome the Gem State Con was. Oh. I didn't mean to kill you. I just texted my lovely wife, man. Keep going.
0: This is how I'm, awesome I'm, it was. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm very, very interested. Um, but, and then there was a gaming store there, and the people that ran the gaming store are super cool. And the gaming store sounds really great. It's called All About Games in Boise, Idaho. And they actually let you rent games to take them uh-huh. home and try them so you can find out if you like them before you buy them, which I think oh. is a brilliant idea board games or video games board games oh okay that's interesting yeah yeah i'd never heard of a store that did that but they were having a rough time because they were forbidden from selling anything pokemon
1: that that sounds like such a racket to i me. think I it's
0: just total bullshit i was shocked that they let a vendor do something like that i mean it's one thing to to look at your prospective vendors and say, okay, we've got a soap guy, we've got a game guy, we've got a comic guy, we won't bring another one in. But for you to tell a game store that they can't sell something at a con that's exclusive, like primarily tournaments of that thing, it's crazy to me. I would have been like, screw you guys, I'm going home. (laughs) I'm
1: not a fan. I'm really not a fan. I'm not going to go to that convention. I don't think you should either.
0: Yeah, Um, and like... There were a couple of game developers there. There was a guy there that does uh, laser cutting and 3D printing. Cool. They were my next-door neighbors, so I chatted with them a lot. We came up with some kind of cool ideas for some things. Uh, and then beyond that, there was a bunch of like the, the traditional anime con crafters where they're making like the jewelry and that kind of thing. Right. Right. And I really like those people at a con not just because they don't compete with my business, but also they they seem to almost always have like this weird thing where all of them know each other and they must like hang out or see each other regularly outside of the con because mm. they're all like super friendly and chatty. You saw the picture I sent it's it's clearly not like going hiking together or anything, but <laughs> yeah. I got that vibe in Sacramento actually. The
1: yeah. Local, the lo- the local, the local people there had anime con people uh, Yeah. And- Some of the people that that we talked to that were really cool, they seem to know um, everybody else that were in the Sacramento area. Right. Uh, Yeah, it it
0: seems like those communities kind of find each other and really latch on, which I think is really cool. Um, And that's one of the things about doing a small con like this is you get to see kind of some of more of the behind the scenes of other vendors. Right. Which I think is kind of interesting. It's not interesting from a financial standpoint, so screw that. But yeah. <laughs> if you're there, you might as well make the best of it. <laughs> but well, you know, I'm sorry. Was, yeah.
1: I'm sorry, it was not the um, you know, it didn't ha- it didn't live up to its potential. But on the other hand, like you said. You 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 minimized your well. You didn't have losses, and right. you had some good conversations, and you did some thumbnailing. So
0: yeah, I made you know. about a hundred bucks after costs. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I I thumbnailed out my entire first issue of my comic. I started writing the script up a little bit. So at least I feel like I accomplished a few things in that respect, and I made a couple of connections. I did a little interview with a guy that. Um, has a Kickstarter um, for a game that they're developing that's active right now. It's mm-hmm. called—I don't remember what it's called. I feel bad now, um, but it's good. It—it it looks really cool, and the game was fun. Uh, <laughs> this is a, as
1: good a time as any to remind our uh, 333,000 listeners about the variable—the the variable vagueness index on our podcast. <laughs> so you just tried this you just tried to give a shout out to a vendor with a Kickstarter campaign, you didn't
0: have their name. <laughs> ah, it's it's a game called Forlorn, okay, and it was created by Simon Lacey. Okay. I just remembered this, just off the top of my head. Yeah. <laughs> you can go to forlornthegame.com to check it out, and it's kind of a fun game. It's a team game where you, like, are all on the island, and you're all trying to survive, but you can kind of team off, and it's a really interesting game, and his art's kind of unique. It's kind of rough and ragged and he like intentionally made it really organic like he drew with markers on rough paper so that it's got a really different look than a lot mm-hmm. of those other games you see yeah sure um wow. but yeah it's it's called forlorn
1: I think you should put a link at the <laughs> I shall my, like we keep saying we're gonna do and we never do we should do that
0: hey I did on the the podcast you mentioned the one time oh yeah you're right yeah see okay. I, take I don't, it back I don't fail I all the time just some of the time <laughs> hey, Chris, I noticed
1: you were waving a mug around and made me think... I am. We
0: completely bypassed the sucking the monkey song.
1: <gasps> we and need we to suck the it.
0: monkey. That's right now. That's a good point.
1: Yes. Is the sucking the, sucking the monkey is where we talk about what we're drinking.
0: Yeah. What, what are, are you, drinking? you
1: drinking? What are you drinking?
0: I am drinking a lovely cup of caffeinated coffee with <clears throat> a healthy splash of <laughs> Bailey's Original Irish Cream and a little <laughs> bit of Coffee Mate Italian sweet cream creamer as well because my throat's a little sore. So I, I doubled up on the sweetness with a little bit of the alcohol in there. Boy,
1: you sure <laughs> sold, you sold me, man. That sounds...
0: Mm, well, good. All right. <laughs> and it's in a Nerd's Rule cup that I got <laughs> from my friend Sarah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, right off the cliff. We're already going down the cliff. The, what are you drinking the barricade sure. and we're off we're already off the cliff and we haven't even gotten to sucking a monkey so i'm having a delicious mint julep and let me tell you i did this because i was uh harvesting my winter crop in my garden right and i was planting <laughs> summer crop.
0: you know what a winter crop is in idaho snow uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's why i keep sending you photos of my crops yeah oh
1: it's cold so uh, anyway, so um, I actually gave my neighbor about three quarters of the mint because I let the mint be in the in the main elevated garden. Right. This little nice. way, 12 by 12 garden. And so it, it took over. It went crazy. So I <laughs> chopped about two, thir- well, three quarters of it and gave it to my neighbor. And then I kept one quarter and I put it in a separate pot and I trimmed some off and I needed to make a delicious beverage with my mint, my home grown organic. Locally sourced mint, and so I did a mint julep
0: with This has bullet. been Gardening with Tom. <laughs> <laughs> my, my buddy Carl, a.k.a.
1: Monkey Bites, was uh, over with his daughter, and, and the kids were helping plant, and he's just like, Tom, I've never seen you like this before in all our years, because we've known each other for obviously decades, and... And he's never seen me just like plowing through fertilized soil in these rows and putting all this stuff in. He's just like, I'd never have all the things I could have imagined would be happening at 43 for you. This is not one of them.
0: You've never really had dirt available to you, though, previously. It's true, except what's on the car. And- <laughs> right. you watch your car, the next day is grimy.
1: But uh, yeah, that's exactly it. I mean, I, I, I'm a city boy. And even though my mom was gardening in L.A. when I was growing up, you know, like flower gardens and stuff, I just right. played in them and lost Star Wars figure accessories. I hear that. Soil. Yoda Yoda cane is still there somewhere. Um
0: I lost and, my uh, my hoth princess leia to a sarlac a sarlac in the in the the garden one time.
1: That's going to be real jam when someone digs that up. Oh no.
0: In 2132. <laughs> well, anyway, so
1: yeah, and then just house plans I love. It. I've had a green thumb with with, with potted things. But this is the first time that I actually started growing stuff. And so second crop so far, so good
0: from what I've seen. It looks great
1: when the cat isn't
0: destroying your, your indoor plants.
1: (laughs) I mean, you know, I was, I was, uh, cooking up some wilted chard and, and, you know, I'm, I'm I'm about to start my, um, my ambitious attempt to make sauerkraut. So, you know, I'm making use of about everything from that winter garden. So that was pretty cool.
0: Oh, that was one thing I did do at gem state was we ate at a, a German mm-hmm. beer garden. You sure That did. was amazing, man. That the, the kraut bed that those those oh. Wiener schnitzels were on was all homemade right there at the restaurant. Oh, and yeah. they had five different types of brats. It had a Bavarian pretzel and like six different mustards that they used. It was amazing.
1: And I was your target market when you sent me that photo because, uh, or you posted it because... Um, that's the scale that I eat sauerkraut on (laughs) the the delivery system for the other things is sauerkraut like the the actual plate is made of sauerkraut right absolutely fantastic yeah I mean that
0: was like an entire tankard of of kraut there and then I had like a weirdly sweet sour beer there too that I could not pronounce the name of that went really well with the kraut especially
1: sour beer is super weird I've grown to like it but initially I thought you know the 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 taste curve on it's pretty pretty steep but once you get used to it it's delicious
0: yeah i really couldn't decide how i felt about it until the food actually came and i started drinking it with the food and then it suddenly like it was much more appealing once i started doing that
1: i thought you were gonna say after the third one i decided i liked it (laughs) right (laughs) so let's what do you think we do a little root let's talk about the robots' route. What's been going yes. on? What's what stuff's been happening? You What's know, been I've been today? pretty
0: out of the route for a while now because of my cons. Um, I I like hadn't even been to any of the news sites until today. Um, In our own? Yes. I yeah. <laughs> I hadn't even been to r three or robot crack robot the Which finest is? news site on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I have
1: several ideas. I have several things that came to mind. I mean this is just a small sampling of, of what's been Tell me more and I'll talk.
0: click over to our website so that I can read along like those books. You can tell me when <laughs> to turn the page.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean there's so much it's like every day there's just you know, a top a pile of new things. But some of the stuff that I um I don't know, that I that I thought was interesting we could talk about. The first uh is that uh, gif at the top
0: know. of the page is fantastic, by the way. Uh, which one is it? <laughs> Did we just become at? best friends? Oh, yes.
1: <laughs> oh, right. I've been. So, yeah, okay. So you're talking about the one where it's Step Brothers.
0: Yes. And
1: they've superimposed the um, Superman and, and Armored <laughs> Batman onto it. Did we just become besties? Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, was trying to, I was trying to describe that to someone the other day, devoid of visual references, and I just. I, Basically, I was just looking like uh, um, O'Reilly looks like there, you know. Without the <laughs> right, hair, I don't think I pulled it off at all. So, anyway, I was going to say. Um, so, you know, we had those uh, Wonder Woman photos that came out. The official, oh, yeah. the official photo, and then also some set stuff that some some sneaky snook, as my kids would say, took photos of. <laughs> um, I love seeing some of the other cat. I like seeing the uh, the Amazonian version of those costumes, like the you know whatever their domestic armor or whatever yes. it is and uh, seeing Robin Wright the
0: awesome she looks so good there
1: like and I thought it was interesting that she's she's looks so t- like so tall and majestic and powerful and then you know 4 days later we find out she's signed on to Blade Runner 2
0: right right so, yeah i really dig her in that 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 picture she looks just are, fantastic
1: what are the chances she's going to be a replicant and it, not in man i would be all. totally
0: oh, okay with that i w- i'm i'm down with replicants in my amazonian wb film <laughs> all right uh the other thing i
1: liked about it was they showed it's like the the photo that no one cared about but there was one snap that shows all of the soldiers running down onto the beach and, and trying to form a line formation right right like A very late, late really very late 1800s early 1900s set up with the uh the you know the long rifles with the bayonets and uh and it just cracked me up and i loved it because we've seen so little of that time period in movies not just i mean very little world war 1 period but also right. that's that's a that's a military unit that was trained from the the methodology of 15 years 20 years earlier because that's just how military schooling goes right you learn right. from the last war you train your officers in the next you know based on what you just experienced and then you know, you go into the next war and you're outdated, right? So it was really neat to see that um, transitionary period um, in their costumes, in their weaponry, and, and also in their line and what they were attempting to do. And it just cracked me up the idea that you'd have all these soldiers lining up to form a, to, a to, to, to to form a rampart against some Amazonians and Amazonians on the beach,
0: <laughs> right? In, in sandals, <laughs> or little
1: little skirts and things, whatever. right? Yeah. The, all the I, thighs <laughs> exposed. All the thighs, cheeky thighs. Listen, I'm super excited about that movie. I've decided it's going to be great.
0: I am too. I'm really hoping they go the the Captain America route and keep it mostly period. It sounds like you're pouring coffee, but you and I know that's
1: all bourbon,
0: right? (laughs) I'm just adding sound effects for how excited I am. (laughs) I just filled an entire Nerds Rule coffee cup with my excitement for the Wonder Woman film. Nerds, <laughs> standard
1: nerds, so standard uh, nerd,
0: so uh, and also
1: um, gal, gotta get out and do this again. Galgado,
0: galgado, very gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. no, it's gotta, right. <laughs> Hello, my name is Gal Gadot. I'm obviously Israeli. Gal
1: Gadot. Galgadot. Gadot. Gal Gadot. So who is Gal Gadot? Gal Gadot. Gadot. Thanks to Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Gadot. Gal Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot.
0: Gal
1: Gadot. Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. So, spoiler alert, since she owns Batman v Superman, that just makes me that much more excited to see her in Wonder Woman.
0: Yeah, she is the most watchable thing in that movie. So, also another
1: thing I thought was interesting was that they confirmed that uh, Amber Heard is playing uh, Mira or whatever Aquaman's wife.
0: Oh, Aqu- really? Aquaman. Interesting. So
1: what I thought was interesting about that is that's another uh, actor that you never would have thought would be in a superhero movie. Right. Suddenly, the appearing one.
0: Right. I'm pretty okay with her as that role. I'm. That's gonna- that's interesting casting, but yeah. Do you think she's going to bring uh,
1: Johnny Depp to set, and he's going to suddenly have one of those <laughs> Stormtrooper-style cameos?
0: Oh, I would. I would be totally okay with that. Atlantean number three. Yeah, had yeah, Just Put the helmet in the background the weird, somewhere.
1: Yeah, weird Roman helmet for no reason.
0: He can voice uh, a shark or something.
1: She, yeah, sure. <laughs> well, she's you know she's she's slight, slight, slight build and blonde hair. So unless they, you know dye her hair and do all the things that make you wonder why they didn't just cast someone who looked different. Right. Uh, it makes me wonder if the Atlanteans are going to have a diversity in their uh, appearance. You know, I yeah. don't want to say I thank you so, so much, because I don't know how that would work, but you know what I mean? I, I wonder if it's going to be, you know, is she really going to be this, you know, fair is his look because he's a hybrid. Right. Her look she... I don't know who knows uh, anyway. And then, so also related to that, a rumor earlier this week was that um, Darkseid is not going to be the immediate threat in Justice League
0: oh, actually really?
1: it will be Atlantean invasion.
0: Interesting. And on
1: the heels of that he arrives. And hmm. I'm not sure how I feel about it except for I know exactly how I feel about it which is uh, if you if anybody of our 333,000 listeners have just <laughs> gotten through our Marvel Phase 1 commentary where I was whining about uh Canon uh, fodder know, ju- cannon fought generic uh muted color cannon fodder how do you think I'm gonna feel if we see a swarm of atlanteans yeah right You'd be so irritated pitchfork laser pitchforks or something
0: <laughs> you know though it could be interesting that it if they make it more of a kind of a invasion in the nights kind of old school world War II storm the beaches kind of thing it could be interesting I like the idea of them taking that and that's kind of how they make Aquaman valid
1: yeah uh, he stops the
0: invasion maybe. yeah Or well and I mean he's kind of the king of the Atlanteans in this kind of. so yeah. well I mean I don't know about the DC movie universe necessarily it's hard to tell that's true yeah,
1: you're right. We don't know.
0: There's a lot we don't know. Yeah. And we
1: do know that James Wan, the director, has distanced himself from BVS very quickly. Within two days of the movie <laughs> being out, he posted on t- on Twitter or whatever, like, you know, I'm going to be adding some much-needed, you know, humor and fun to the Aquaman movie. Don't worry.
0: <laughs> Happy face. Wow, that's solidarity for you, you know. Nice. That's pretty hilarious. Uh, I don't blame it was, him, honestly. <laughs> yeah, but sort of
1: related to that, I was a little bit disappointed to read – well, OK. I was initially disappointed to read that they were um, sending everybody back for reshoots on Suicide Squad supposedly to make it a little peppier and more fun. Oh, really? And uh, Because it looks exactly how I w- want it to be and I, Yeah. as much as we can tell. And I, I, I don't want it to see it be another reactionary thing sort of like uh, the R-rated Supers movies following uh, Deadpool. Right. However – However, I was listening to another podcast where um, they were saying that to move this this uh, machinery, you take it takes a little bit more time. So it, the reshoots may have already been planned, and and you know most movies have them. So it could just be that this was already in the pipeline, and and right. it sounds worse than it is based on the the, the general reaction to BBS. I don't know, but yeah. all I know is I hope they don't artificially, uh, you know. Sugarcoat it because that's not what I wanted from a David Ayer's uh, Suicide Squad movie.
0: Right. Forced jokes, right? <laughs> right. Shoehorned uh, in with a different yeah. fade on it because it was filmed afterwards. Uh, yeah, exactly right.
1: <laughs> executives have written it all in and just handed them cue cards. No, I don't think so. Right.
0: They, they add in Fred Poole who just makes <laughs> comments that are CG'd in front of everybody else. Exactly. <laughs>
1: I think while you were gone, they announced officially, didn't we, or was it right before you left, uh, Indie 5 was announced? Yes,
0: yeah, I think we vaguely, like, briefly discussed it on our last one, or we talked about talking about it.
1: That's what I think happened, we talked about talking about (laughs) it. So what's your guess? Is it going to be older Indies stumbling along, or is it going to be another attempt to spin off to a younger Maybe we did talk about this.
0: Yeah, yeah I think we did, but I, well, I, I'm still but, not sure. <laughs> I think it could go either way, but it
1: could be good. It could be good. Um, I, I hope I'm it's good. I like Harrison Ford, so I liked even old India as we saw in yeah. the last
0: two movies. Yeah, with the exception
1: of the Shayla Booth stuff.
0: Right. right. Yeah. With honestly, with the exception of Tarzan the Ape Man and them using the snake as a rope. I didn't really have a mm. problem with what they did with Crystal Skull. Um and you so know the
1: Snake I, Rope was a problem in Crystal Skull?
0: That was one of the problems. Okay. <laughs> Come uh-huh. on. Yes, that movie was. Do you remember for, that part?
1: I do. And, uh, and That was and, ridiculous. <laughs> it was, it was, but it was it wasn't what killed that movie for me though. What what
0: that killed the, the movie even, for
1: you? Uh, well, do we have a whole hour to <laughs> spend some time? In short, uh, I, I didn't have a problem with the crystal skull concept. I didn't, I liked it just fine. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to be, those movies were shifting from pulp genre to pulp genre over time. Exactly. It made total sense to have it be, uh, alien invasion or whatever. Uh, 50 UFOs sci-fi. 50 sci-fi. The problem was that they couldn't, they couldn't help themselves and they dropped in very contemporary and not very effective uh, designs and CGI for that. I agree, and, yeah. and it's like we were talking the other the other podcast about the problems with the uh, the very few problems with First Avenger that the that the HydroTech didn't didn't read as World War II stuff that had been you know super supercharged with with whatever gemstone energy right. Yeah. So in the same token, with this movie, I wanted to see a well. I was thinking about this while I was listening to our podcast in that very (laughs) narcissistic way that I do. Uh, Yelling at myself in the car, talking with my kids, just staring blankly. Uh, How do they feel
0: uh, about you abusing yourself on the podcast now when you swear? (laughs) Yeah, it's funny. And they make me play the intro like
1: 50 times. Robot! (laughs) So, uh, no, you know what it was? Uh, with, um, With this... Within, with with uh, Crystal Skull and even and also when we were talking about Cap, uh, think of War of the Worlds. Think of how the most recent Tom Cruise War of the Worlds treated the technology of the Martians. Mm-hmm. It had it was contemporary, but it had enough references to the pulpy stuff to feel ancient, right? Yeah. Whereas the tech that we saw in Crystal Skull and even with the Hydra stuff, it looks futuristic. And I like the idea of even though it's advanced civilizations or whatever, it's still old. Yeah. And it's, it's stylistically being filtered by the story that was being told at that time. It's the thing we talked about before about why is it that we have, fa- you know, these this fancy technology in these period pieces when we should have Jules Verne style, you know, the future as it appeared at the time. As Absolutely. Opposed to,
0: you
1: know, the instantly dating <clears throat> it, putting in contemporary stuff. Right. Yeah. So that's the thing about the crystal skull. I think if they had, uh, if they had reigned that in and made it feel like 50s stuff, and I don't mean the super smooth UFO that has no features on it, but you know, just something that looks like the technology, like streamlined, in other words, uh, pushed forward from streamlined architecture in the thirties and design, right? It have yeah. to have that to it. It would have been great, but they no, did. I get that. And then Shia LaBeouf, that whole thing felt a little forced <laughs> the whole. And also it was a, critical misstep to put Indy on the back of his motorcycle. It just was, I mean It was,
0: absolutely. Oh, look, it's Grandpa on the back of the, yeah. yeah.
1: Because otherwise, he's Harrison Ford has been convincing at his age, playing these roles, no matter how much he's relying on stunt people and all this, when he's stumbling along, he, he has that sort of urgent sort of, uh, I don't know, just barreling through the scenes physically. He, you still buy it, like he's the most energized older man that you're gonna find right i'm I'm totally fine with it i you know i was i was happy to see him do that at his age and then you know put him on the back of a motorcycle just
0: right yeah absolutely pretty much anything that they decided to use mutt for was just pretty ill-advised i think in that movie here's the hat it's a symbol Mm mm-hmm all right, well, anyway, so that's that. We don't have time
1: for it. <laughs> so, um, so uh, this also sort of counts like in our uh, what we're looking forward to segment later, but um, we've seen some sneaks from Preacher.
0: Yeah. That,
1: that looked just amazing. We've talked about it like three times now. The they only give thing. Us more each time.
0: Yeah, the only one I've. Like, I haven't seen anything new since the R Space reveal. Has there been something else since then?
1: uh i think we've just repackaged a few things but i okay. mean look i think we talked about this before that you need to get misfits on your list it's on hulu yeah you need to, wa- you need to watch it you'll see that actor that plays cassidy uh he's amazing that's awesome Go- gold i think is his last name yeah the something very big like x is about five on that um he's amazing he's so watchable and i cannot wait to see him in that role I am just like I want I'm chewing my fingers off waiting for that to come out and I don't even have the MC I end up paying for it like a like a chump <laughs> anyway that's exciting I'm looking forward to that and it's news
0: yes is it one. is news it's newsy news
1: news <laughs> now what about the trust you you mentioned the trust earlier and I have no idea what you're talking about
0: I Do you know what you remember what that is now <laughs> the trust that no, was long no. enough ago. I saw that on our show notes, and I'm like, "Shit, I genuinely don't remember what that movie is." <laughs> um, um, I,
1: have you seen the trailer for The Trust? All caps question mark It looks interesting. How it, interesting does it look, Chris? It, well,
0: apparently, it doesn't look interesting enough for me to remember it for an entire week. <laughs> um, no. on on. Oh, actually, you know what? That's the uh, crime movie that's coming out with Nick Cage and uh, Elijah Wood in it. Well, maybe it could be. Good. It looks interesting, dude. Oh, okay. according to my show notes, it looks interesting. It
1: does. <laughs> if nothing else, it looks interesting. Period. So, all right, I'm gonna go check that out. Yeah, that takes.
0: It takes place in Las Vegas. Uh, Well, I intend to validate you in your comment, so I'm going to say I'm
1: excited about it, too.
0: All right. Uh, On unrelated notes that I do remember and I'm excited about, um, did you notice that they are going to have Colleen Wing in Iron Fist? How dope.
1: So, are you a Game of Thrones? I am a Game of
0: Thrones, yes. You're a Game of Thrones watcher? (laughs) I am. All right. And you're current? I am. Okay.
1: So... How is that not on our what we're waiting for list?
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's a good question because you and I are the only ones in my group of friends that watches Game of Thrones besides my wife. So realistically, we should be reviewing that for three hours after each hour-long episode each week when it comes
1: out. Wait, did we just become besties? Yep. (laughs) Game
0: of Thrones besties?
1: Well, okay, so... uh... Yeah,
0: uh, what was her name? What's the, what's the actress's name? Uh, it's, Jessica uh, Henwick.
1: That's right. She was one of the sand, the underutilized sand snakes, right? She,
0: yeah, yeah. None of them were used very well, but I did like her in it. And she looks
1: like she's going to be a very interesting calling wing. I thought that was a great. I thought that was great, because yeah, uh, it looks like they're veering away from the disturbing trend of. Uh, Bottle Blonde Martial Arts Right, exercise. right, okay.
0: absolutely. I'm pretty excited about that, actually. Oh, man.
1: just I, It just seems like they can't go wrong with that Netflix uh, Marvel stuff. Oh,
0: man, yeah. You need to
1: get on the back half of that Daredevil. Oh, I
0: know, I know, I know. I'm on, like, episode six now, so I'm getting there. There are five hours of podcasting
1: waiting for you. <laughs> Speaking of Marvel, what about the uh, latest Civil War trailer, which I tried to not watch? I haven't
0: seen the- it yet. I've been strong.
1: Oh, should I, should I have been eh, weak?
0: It's not, there's nothing much significantly more. I assumed that there wasn't that much more to it. So I didn't rush right out and watch it. No, but,
1: and I'm happy about that because it's, they have, even though they're on their sixth trailer, it's not what uh, Warner Brothers did with BVS where they just threw the kitchen sink at you before the movie even came out. Right. Right. They they didn't reveal anything more. There's still a lot of questions unanswered, which is good. Um, Really the only thing of note that they showed in the new one, and this is why I watched it, right? I, it came up on my phone right before I left for work on my bike. And so I rode you know, about 45 minutes, constantly thinking about it, like, I'm not going to watch it, I'm not going to watch it. And then I got to work and fired it up. And um, the one thing, see, there's one, cl- there's one money shot in the new one where uh, Panther is, gr- he's like lunged at Cap and Cap's pulled the shield up. And Panther's grabbed the edges of the shield with the little spiky uh, nails that he's got, his little cyber nails. Oh, yeah. And then he's pulling the shield down. Oh. And it's pulling it down. So the, the implication is either through his own super soldier awesomeness or the suit and what it's doing, he might be stronger than Cap.
0: Interesting.
1: Uh, now, keeping in mind that I still don't understand how we're rationalizing people beating up on Iron Man and him not just laying waste to the whole room <laughs> other than him right. not, not wanting to hurt you. I don't want uh, to
0: use the weapons that could destroy this entire building I'm standing in. <laughs> Whoa. Well, if I wanted you dead comma,
1: you'd be dead already. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, you know, all of them wailing on him, you know, it still doesn't make any sense to me. It's no, it never doesn't. made sense. So the fact that they managed to, they, they made us focus on the fact the Panther is, you know, pushing down on the shield made me think, well, he's more on calf scale. Yeah. Physically. So, yeah, anyway, I agree. Uh, um, so, anyway.
0: And of course we've this- got Dr. Strange photos.
1: Dude. So how effective is that
0: costume? Oh my god, it looks amazing. Like I'm shocked that particularly in the contemporary modern day wherever it takes place New York, I'm assuming, he doesn't look like ludicrously out of place, and yet he is totally like perfectly accurate on that costume.
1: It looks so good. Oh my uh, gosh. I heard a, I heard a reference uh, that he's wearing um, six curtain poles for a belt, but otherwise, I mean, you know he looks. I mean, it looks. It looks like such a good interpretation of that of what was a far out costume in the seventies, right. right? And I mean, it looks good now, and he really pulls off that look.
0: Yeah, he, he looks really so looks good. Good. I'm just like um, blown away by how great he looks. I felt
1: the eye was a little low. But, yeah, you know, it seems I'm, like it's sitting
0: that. a little low, and his belt's a little high, but I'm okay with that. <laughs> it's like a businessman in 1981, right? So
1: uh, Baron Mordo, uh, Mordo, Baron Mordo, is that who the villain's uh, going to be in it? No, no, no. That's his. That's who's running alongside of him.
0: Oh, chit, 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 you looked it up, man Chiwetel Eijiofor What the fuck? index of three so... Welcome to Robot Kraken Where Chris horribly butchers names of actors he likes Unbelievable Chiwetel <laughs> her pants Chiwetel <laughs> <laughs> four. You had a little French accent We're here Chiwetel Chiwetel Eijiofor Please welcome Chiwetel Eijiofor Chuatel Edgiofour. Chuatel 4
1: So, if this was, um, if this was, uh, um, what's that show? What's the, what's the crime show like in Las Vegas and CSI? If this was CSI. There'd be a database of all the names just flying over your head at any time. <laughs> just get it.
0: Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so he's in some greens, some kind of a muted greens, and also the bad guy played by Mads Mikkelsen is in browns. And so that always bothers me a little bit. doesn't look dynamic enough, but we don't know what it's going to look like after the effects are put in. Right. Uh, his one arm, Baron Mordo's one arm looks darker than the other, so maybe there's going to be some effects there. And in the comics, his whole deal was, if I remember right, he casts spells on Doctor Strange to keep – to hide the fact that he was – turning naughty from the ancient one. And the ancient one's like, no.
0: Oh, I, I think you're-, you're right. I do remember that. Yeah.
1: So I wonder if he's going to, uh, if this is going to be the classic Marvel thing where he's a friend that then, then kind of descends into darkness or is betraying him. Right. Or whether they're being forced to work together because they're doing their slow motion run leap together. I don't know. Right. <laughs> but what I liked, but I also and I love the casting of him. I think that's. Great. I do too. So uh, Mads Mikkelsen. I love the the practical effects they put in on that his eyes. Right. Really cool. Yeah. It's almost like it's pixelated. Right. Yeah.
0: Packing. Like yeah, it's like like the... brittleized and falling apart. Yeah, it looks so interesting. And I noticed in one of the pictures, there's somebody behind him that has the same eyes.
1: Mm, mm, Evilize, yes.
0: so so you figure once they add some some
1: some zoomy Kirby crackle or whatever they're going to do, it's gonna <laughs> right? Be and that's, a, I mean, that's got to be of the best casting they've done for a bad guy yet. I mean, he just oozes creepy vibe in his face, right? So, I cannot wait to see how he pulls that off.
0: Yeah, I'm actually really excited to see him as the villain in that.
1: How dope was the? photo <laughs> hey yeah photo from chris <laughs> he's got, he's got a servant in ant maroon girl with with cre- creepy eyes wandering around with her clen- her fists clenched yeah in maroon.
0: i really but like mad sweet ass boots he's got in this too some super boots yeah
1: he's got he's got uh what are those called Spats. again those he's got spats he's got si- <laughs> he's got space spats or mis- mystic spats on heroes
0: villain spats
1: villain spats <laughs> so yeah i mean I, you know I'm, I'm totally down with that movie and how how dope was that funny little thing they did where he went into the i don't know which comic shop yeah an apple or whoever but he goes in and buys a dr strange and all those customers are like who huh?
0: i thought that was amazing
1: can you imagine that? You're just at the store. You're in Idaho buying craft novels We don't have comics forever.
0: shops in Idaho. We don't even have bookstores in Idaho. Uh, okay. <laughs> I guess you could be at the, the potato rack and have have rack. Matt Damon come over and get some spuds. <laughs> uh, see what you did. You pulled it off. Pulled it all together.
1: All right. Well, that's news. I don't know. There's so many things, but I think that's enough.
0: So, So I'm pretty sure we're going to talk for like, Six hours about Batman versus Superman, which is our our chosen review here. So maybe we'll skip ahead to planned plundering this week.
1: I think that's a good idea because we can just make uh, BBS our next episode. Uh, and then our loyal listeners can just roll right through. Yeah. Right? Listen to them all in sequence, and it'll be like as if... Um you know, we never stopped. It would be like as if we recorded the whole thing at once.
0: Because we never stop. <laughs>
1: because we never stop. <laughs> Planned plundering. What are you looking forward to, man?
0: You know, that's a good question.
1: Um this is a it's, segment where we talk about what we want to read or watch or do. Yes, read, right?
0: yeah, and you know it's funny we we both have quite a few shows in our queue that both of us want to watch that we okay. haven't watched. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I still haven't seen a single episode of Eleven Sixty Three Twenty Two or whatever. Either. Either. <laughs> or Eleven Twenty Two Sixty Three. My bad. <laughs>
1: the Hulu thing popped up and it had you know has a little episode primer. right? right. Brief, whatever. It's the, the the big splash page comes up on my Apple TV and it keeps saying. <laughs> As the assassin gets closer to the president comma and I was like, Okay. Oh man, I don't know how many I mean, you know, what what could you say? What what le- how how much less specific could you does that make sense? <laughs> right. How much more vague could you be? then the assassin's getting close to the president. Really.
0: Right. Yeah, I've gotten to the point now because that's the first thing that comes up on my Hulu, too, every time we sign in. And we watch the Goldbergs over breakfast every morning. Yeah, sure. So I've started having Lindsay boot up the episode while I'm finishing, like, the coffee and the ham and shit so that I don't see anything about that episode because I don't want any kind of random spoilers. Um, But, yeah, I haven't seen any of that yet. And I'm on, a like, a panel thing with the wb that they want like a weekly review of the episode and what what did you think of this week's episode and i'm like right. i still haven't seen it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um and i i want to see bosch too oh yeah which yeah. i the second season's out on that right isn't it right i haven't i haven't seen any but yet. Yeah, this has
1: been in my queue that long
0: first season's really good i liked it a lot it, though yeah it's a sexy he- looking show he uh, he just appeared recently as a um,
1: as a bad uh, baddie in uh, Agents of Shield. Oh, really? Which was dope. He actually appeared in season two as a Shield guy. Ah. Um, prior to the Hydra reveal, are we talking about uh, uh,
0: Bosch, Titus, Wulliver, or whatever Titus his name Sloan. is? Yeah, yeah. Yep.
1: Nice. Um, he's another guy that you're casting the whole package. That he just brings so much of the character in his face and his voice and his look and everything. That
0: yeah. You know, like I really wasn't sure about him for Bosch initially because yeah. I pictured someone as being like a lot heavier and broader almost more like Eckhart mm-hmm. from Batman 89 kind of thing. Uh, okay. he um reads. but he just lives that role once once the actual show starts up I'm like oh this guy's perfect for that. Now yeah, you read those? Oh yeah yeah I really like michael connolly's books quite a bit they're they're not fine writing necessarily but they're totally escapist fun like detective novels and stuff now
1: is it as is it as um uh is it is is challenging to adapt to as tom Cruise when he did uh what's that what's that reacher? franchise that was, yeah right reacher where the guy's supposed to be the six four no, no. In fact,
0: Bosch is a little on the schlubby side and like he's it's totally... disconcerting. Yeah. It's
1: hard for people, right? They, they, they would say, you know, people who read the books said it was really hard to wrap their heads around Cruz in that role. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, because a lot of what happens with Reacher in those books is because of how big he is mm. and that kind of thing. It'd be like taking a Bond and giving him a potbelly belly kind of thing. That's not going to work. It just doesn't work. Yeah. Understand.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, so Game of Thrones is on my plan plundering list. List. Look at that. Yeah, it's like I knew it was going to happen.
0: <laughs> I'm super excited.
1: Oh man, I'm super excited about Game of
0: Thrones. Let me me too. Oh, that's what. Oh God. You know, I read that and didn't realize that that's what the GOT on there stood for. That's how with well, it on, I am man. right now. They are not
1: going to let you back into the Gen Con if you can't <laughs> figure out what GOT stands for.
0: <laughs> They're like GOT, and back I'm like, your- Got. <laughs> Back to Goldberg's with you. Right. You know, uh, I
1: accuse my wife, my lovely wife, of being like the mom on Goldberg's, an actress who's amazing, by the way, and she takes it as a point of pride. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so anyway. Okay. So, also, I'm really, uh, I'm just starting uh, to try to catch up on Gotham because I caught up with Agent, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Which, okay. So, I had been, you know, so I did uh, House of Cards, then I did Daredevil, and now, and then I did Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And now, um, and now I'm starting Gotham. And Gotham is just um, – I don't know. It went off the rails. It went off the rails so far in the first half before they went on hiatus, the first right. half of the season. And now it's like they just – the train went into space, right? <laughs> and uh, the one thing I'll say, did you, know, did, did you watch uh, – because I didn't even see the last four or something episodes of the of the previous – like part one of season two. Yeah. Just, you know how Hulu is? It just falls off. You're like, well <laughs> – Right. So I was read so I started the first episode of the return, which was, you know, whatever, late February. Right. So recently I started that, and they're doing the what you know, what happened before, and I'm seeing a bunch of stuff I've never seen before. So I was going on like an episode guide and I'm reading like, What? What? <laughs> and then it starts, I'm like, okay, what doesn't with this show it doesn't even matter. Doesn't <laughs> right. Even
0: matter. Yeah, and that's really is the case on that. And I am behind enough now that I was finally just like, eh, I guess I'll just wait now until uh, the it comes to Netflix or whatever. Gordon is flat out murdering people.
1: Is he really? I, I love the fact that it's so it's deviating so far from the established canon. You know how much I appreciate that. I'm, right. I'm, I'm, happy, I'm happy to let them do it. I wish that show could be less cheesy and a little bit more um, uh, committed yeah. to the world that they're creating – but um but i pre- i choose to appreciate it right and right. um so so here's my question
0: do you watch house of cards do you no my wife has seen the first season of it but she hasn't oh. watched any of it either
1: oh my word so you, it is worth catching up on and if she hasn't seen the beginning of the second season and into the second season she's got to do it so uh the there's an actor who plays uh uh, a body, a secret service agent. I don't want to go into details because you need to see the show. But anyway, Mitchum, a secret service agent, is in House of Cards. He's playing Mister Freeze in Gotham. Really? And it is so jarring to see the actor now, you know, Weird. switch over to this kind of role, and he does great. I mean, he brings a bunch of I don't know House of Cardsness to it. Hmm. <laughs> um But anyway, hey, I thought of something. What, Chris? Something from our news segment that I forgot to mention, and I want What?
0: To Impossible. We're too well organized for that. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> organized.
1: Wait to BPS, man. I just have this hot mess of notes that I just threw on there. So, like, I vomited my notes, and then based on the colors that came out... That's yeah, I didn't I even have a organized. computer
0: hooked up until five minutes before we started recording.
1: <laughs> I mean, like, I figured after we do our our... Recording, I might have my thoughts organized enough to write down the review for the site because at this point I don't even know where I where I go with it. But, but so, uh, uh, House of Cards, Robin mm-hmm. Wright, Blade Runner Two, yes. So here's my deal, Dave Bautista, <gasps> yeah. Brad, just he, he did that when he first did his little tweet where he's hold, holding the origami crane, right? Hint, hint. And I was thinking, okay, he's doing that Sean Young style business where he's like, you know, I really want this, right? Logo. Put me and in, then coach. Gets, yeah, he put me in, and he gets he gets the role, and then they even let him be the one to break it. So how awesome is that? I thought a, that
0: was really cool.
1: This is a you know wrestler turned actor. You know, I mean, he's fairly new on the scene. How great for him to be able to 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 reveal that information to his fans himself. Yeah,
0: yeah. And I thought that was a cool way to do it too, with the the, the little origami unicorn. I thought that was pretty sweet.
1: So I'm stoked. I mean, it almost looks, you know, I'm so sensitive to the rehashing thing now. I don't know. It almost seems <laughs> like he could be, you know, patterning off of a certain other character from Blade Runner. But I'm hoping not. I hope it's something new.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's it's. I really am curious for- what this Blade Runner is gonna be, because it I it could be totally off the rails, amazing, or it could be just a nightmare. I just uh it's wide open as far as that's concerned i can't even like it's not like blade runner gave any indication of where it was going with a sequel or anything like that or even which version right 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 every other version was
1: different uh those trailers for nice guys nice guys oh yeah they reminded me how much i like ryan gosling yeah in that non-female librarian sense (laughs) <laughs> I like it. I like him a lot. And uh you know, so the fact that he signed on to the film gives me some um, gives me some hope.
0: Yeah, I like I like me some baby goose. He's pretty good. I I really liked I him. like <laughs> <There's a Pergman. laughs> I, <laughs> I like me some baby goose.
1: There's a Perdman.
0: There's our episode title. I like some Baby Goose. Uh did, lots Lost
1: Skin, no returns.
0: I really liked him in Lars and the Real Girl. That was an oh, okay. excellent episode or right, movie speak to you about your life yeah pretty much
1: (laughs) Uh, you know the thing about uh blade Runner 2 it's like a lot of other projects you know people get really uh worked up about changes to a franchise and how horrible it is when they make a sequel that wasn't necessary or they you know they ruin i've always felt like you can just throw out we've talked about this right man Mm -hmm. Uh, you know i'll throw out i'll pretend certain films don't exist and then accept (laughs) the other ones Whether it's Indiana Jones or if it's, you know, the Aliens movies or whatever, I'm – if they want to make a Blade Runner and it's a hot mess, fine. Right. It doesn't change the original Blade Runner to me at all.
0: Yeah, I agree completely.
1: I think the only way – I think the only legitimate argument against that is in serialized television when – or story, or or comics, or books, or whatever, where mm-hmm. you know it's the whole narrative is spread out like that, right? And then right. they decide, well, and then they kill everybody, or they change someone's fundamental characterization. Yeah, Maybe it's legit to complain about it.
0: Yeah, I agree completely. I think the movie thing you can pretend like ones don't exist or you can rationalize why they did what they did kind of thing and still enjoy the original versus the new one where you're totally right though. Like the TV stuff, when they do that, they fuck up everything.
1: (laughs) Well, I like a certain movie that we're going to review on our next episode. uh, You know, I'm also fine with movies that are stylistically interesting and have no content. Um, You know, I'll enjoy it for what it is and, Especially if I have my expectations aligned and then I'm not, I'm not, you know, I get frustrated when something misses its potential, certainly. Yeah. That irritates me, especially if it's close to home. But, you know, if if a movie looks good and has no there there, um, I'll just enjoy it for what it looks like and then move on.
0: Yeah, there was a part really of me that, yeah, there was a part of me that was actually more excited about Blade Runner before they brought Decker back in. Yeah. I, I kind of liked just the idea of there being a sequel that just takes place in the world but doesn't necessarily have to have a direct tie to the cast and everything from the original.
1: If they were smart, it would be focusing on Gosling or other characters and then having to hunt him down. Yeah. Find him to ask him to help or explain something that's happening. And he has that kind of role where it's like a one-act thing where he they find him he's the mythical replicant that didn't die.
0: Right.
1: They're asking about, you know, how do I, you know, do this X and Y and he points in the right direction and that's it. Like, that's the way to handle it.
0: Right. Don't put him in the lead. Right. Or even if it's something where, like, Gosling's a replicant and doesn't want to die and that's is looking for him to try and learn how he survived or something. Yeah, I'd be totally okay with it being kind of a a chase type movie where they're trying to find Deckard, but We'll have to say she won't live. But then again, who does? Why isn't he back in? Yeah, is he still? He's still alive, right? Are you kidding me?
1: He's uh, well, Edward James, almost man.
0: He's awesome. After, after Battlestar
1: Galactica, especially towards the, in the very end of that, you saw it, right? All of that.
0: I have not or, actually. Oh my! God. I have not seen the last four episodes of the last season and any of the like the aftermath or the caprica or any of that stuff
1: you saw most of it
0: yeah i've i've seen most of it and i know like the ending of it kind of thing all
1: right all right okay that's fine i was (laughs) gonna say this brings robot crack into a close so uh okay there was a point where he's sitting there smoking weed with the president and i thought well (laughs) you know we've (laughs) we've reached the summit. Or Edward James almost, but <laughs> Right. I would bring him back for Blade Runner 2. I, I
0: really like him and he's he's been in some interesting stuff lately, and I it looks like he's doing a lot of cons, actually. But and yet, yet he's never been to any of them that I've gone to, but I'd love to meet him. I think it'd be really cool.
1: What's uh what's he been doing lately?
0: Um he did something that Lindsay was watching or was excited about. Let me I honestly don't remember um... Goldbirds. <laughs> no, dude, we're like Another two one those, seasons behind they, on that. Or they shoehorn
1: someone in, you know, and it's and they're playing they're playing the, themselves from the past, but today like they did with, with Shaq and he's like "I'm Shaq." And then they like stuffed it behind a, a wall panel so you can't tell that he's twice the mass that he was. <laughs> right.
0: Uh, let's it's see. DMX. It's <laughs> I like that, that's, really. that can't be it, because that's some sort of gang movie. He's been in a couple of movies, but I don't remember which one it was that she was talking about.
1: Gangster's
0: he does a lot of, like, Hispanic and, like, Spanish language. Oh, like, oh, Spanish really? family type stuff. Here it is. It's, it's called Monday Nights at Seven. Yeah. And he plays... Um, I think he plays, like, the grandfather character in it, but it's... It's totally like a drama-type movie that Lindsay enjoys, but I don't know anything about it. (laughs) I refuse to
1: watch anything called Monday Nights at 7.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's like the description says, Lazo, a single dad unwilling to let go of his past, meets Isabel. As feelings complicate the lie he is living, he is forced to learn the hard truth about himself and that it's not dreams but illusions that hold us back. The task is to be able to tell them apart. It doesn't look like anything I'm interested in, but...
1: Chris, neither me nor any of our listeners, our (laughs) 333,000 listeners, ever get that moment back. But Edward James almost does have a...
0: He has a beard and mustache in it. Well, okay. But that was a Lifetime original (laughs) movie right now that you just read to me.
1: I refuse to accept
0: it. (laughs) Very true. (laughs) <laughs> All right.
1: Well, what about Ports of call? This is a good opportunity to tell everybody about uh, what cons we're going to be going to next and how awesome it will be to see us.
0: Yes, it would be awesome to see us, wouldn't it? Let me yes. find my calendar because I genuinely do not have a grasp on what I'm doing now. All right. <laughs> ports O'Call. I'm glad you're prepared for this segment. <laughs> I have it up now. <laughs> I'm trying not to have too many papers to rustle in front of me here. Plus, I am not prepared at all for tonight.
1: GemCon 2017. Yes,
0: Gem State Gaming Con. Oh, the mineral convention you've always wanted. <laughs> quartz, quartz, quartz. <laughs> the cook- They're minerals. <laughs> Uh My first – uh well, well, my next upcoming con is going to be Cheyenne Con in Cheyenne, Wyoming.
1: What are those what are – what is it called, the rocks, where they've carved it open and it's got all the jimmy gems inside the rock? Uh It's something. It is. Thing, it is something. The thing that happens, the rock has the gems
0: inside. It's a – it does have a very specific name, but I can't remember – How are you going to Google that? What's it called when the
1: rock has gems inside? That's exactly what I just
0: typed in. Rocks with gems and geode. Geode! I was so (laughs) close.
1: (laughs) They're rocks, Hank. No, they're minerals. Jesus, Marie. I got some geodes coming that are very delicate, all right? All I want to say is I came across a Tumblr where it was nothing but geodes with googly eyes on them. So they had a big (laughs) face. And That's it like awesome. A, it looked like a fraggle, right, or something. Or like, right. the go beep, beep, beep,
0: beep, beep, you know. And then they have <laughs> oh, the googly nope, eyes. nope, nope, nope. <laughs> That was
1: fantastic. So that happens now.
0: Yes. <laughs> oh, sorry. So, yeah, I'm excited about Cheyenne Con. It's a first-year con, so it'll be kind of interesting. Um, but it's I'm sharing a table with TJ, uh, who does the Enigma comic that I'm doing covers for, or I'm not sharing a table. I'm sharing a hotel room. We all have separate tables. We'll just share a bed. But, <laughs> oh. oh, wait. I only share beds with you. Mm, that's true. <laughs> um, yeah, I bed covered in comic art. So it was totally right. Uh, but this the con looks pretty cool. Uh, Tony Todd's going to be there. The Candyman. Okay, um, right. It's a and, horror
1: con, right? Or ish.
0: What's that? Kind of a horror con. It is. It's got a pretty heavy horror bend to it. Like, it's got a couple of supernatural guests. Um, Virginia Madsen, who was in Candyman, is going to be there. Uh, Ernie Hudson and Manu Bennett are both going to be there. Sister of Michael Madsen. Not Ernie Hudson, but... (laughs) Ernie Hudson is not the sister of Michael Madsen. No, he's not. But Virginia Madsen is. Virginia Madsen is. And, man, she is still stunningly gorgeous. Yeah, all right. Okay. (laughs) That's so Ernie Hudson, though. He is. And he's like he in his seventies, dude. I know. He just has gray hair and he looks the same. Yeah, yeah, he does. And he's uh, from what I hear, he's still like super, super nice to people, too, which I think is an excellent thing. I like that. I
1: like that as well about Ernie Hudson. I've always said so.
0: <laughs> You're like, yeah, that might be true, but Ernie Hudson's a good guy. <laughs> so when's the Cheyenne con? Uh that is in a few weeks, um, if I was with it, I would have that back up here. It's in 37 days, 1 hour, 23 minutes, 20 seconds from now. I hate
1: those countdowns. Why do all the cons
0: have that? <laughs> I don't know. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I, it's... uh waiting to go? Yeah, right. Uh, it's May 13th through the 15th, um, so next month. I
1: have to confess to you, ever since you've been telling me about that con, I thought it was a convention entirely dedicated to the actor Cheyenne David Jackson.
0: It is uh, not. uh,
1: From 30 Rock. (laughs) He's a handsome man. I've never seen
0: that show. You remember that. I don't watch that show. I'm not a, I don't watch shows with Saturday Night Live actors.
1: Oh, right. Right. (laughs) You're so terribly wrong with that. Now I remember. I dig
0: in my stubborn heels, yo. (laughs) I have some
1: more Baileys. What a hot mess. Okay. So, all right. So, ports of call. So, I'm not going to be in a convention for several months.
0: But and you've added, though. I did.
1: I did. So what we decided that we're going to table at Rose City Con.
0: Yeah, baby.
1: Portland, comma, Oregon in September, right?
0: Yeah. So I'm, that's going to
1: put my total to three.
0: I'm very excited and, about that one. I think that's going to be fun. Alternative Press Expo, San Jose. Yes. City Con,
1: Portland. And also the infamous San Francisco Comic Con, which has actually had a – it has a – Pretty good guest list, actually. I
0: noticed that. They're they're definitely stepping Jessica up their, their guest list game. Jessica Jones will be there. I know. I'm super jealous of that, dude. I would... I, well, I mean, I don't know if I'd necessarily be like, oh, I really want to meet her. But at the same yeah. time, if she happened to be walking in front of me, I would happily follow her. I'm sure you would. <laughs> I'm not
1: having any problems imagining you following her around.
0: <laughs>
1: so, okay... I don't know how you feel about this, but I kind of – I feel like this is a good stopping point for this episode, and uh, next time we could just dive right into Batman v Superman.
0: I think that sounds like an excellent plan, sir. How can people get a hold of us if they want to?
1: That's a very good question, and I'm glad you asked, and I'm going to tell you right now. So they can go to robot-kraken.com where they can read news of the day. They can download (laughs) – uh, they can download episodes of the podcast. They can get a link to iTunes where they can subscribe to the podcast and give five-star ratings to the podcast. Those are good uh, things. Yes. Uh, they can email us, right? I'm uh, I'm Tom, T-H-O-M, at thirdraildesignlab.com. You're... What what Gmail? Uh, I
0: am currently deeply dapper at gmail dot com because I don't have a, a fancy attached address because I got tired of paying for it. Domains are for <laughs> chumps. Uh,
1: so we, you can you can send uh, um, email hate mail particularly to salty at robot dot com. We check that at least annually. Yeah, uh, and you
0: send all the hate mail to that one because Tom gets that one. Yeah, and so also.
1: Uh, you you, you 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 made us a Twitter account, right?
0: Ah, uh, yes. We have a Twitter account. We we tweet semi regularly. Right. <laughs> I believe we currently have seventeen followers. So we, seventeen followers. Nineteen you followers, have, actually. You
1: seventeen thousand followers.
0: Yes, nineteen thousand followers. My bad.
1: I choose to believe that Olivia Wilde follows our. What that's, is the Twitter? What's our Twitter The, the Twitter
0: is Robot Kraken. Oh, okay. Or you can no just dash. type in Robot Kraken. There is no dash in our twit. That's, that's a twit. twit. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a twit. as far as famous followers following that account, um, we do have uh, Deeply Dapper is okay. following that account. He's I've heard right. he, he has he? a mighty fine account. I, sure. I noticed that TRDL does not follow our account, <laughs> so he can right. go to hell. Um, <laughs> okay. We also are being followed by Out of the Fridge, which is an oh. excellent weekly feminist comic book podcast. Oh,
1: that's cool.
0: All right. Well, and I think they're uh, actually I I... going to be at Rose City Comic Con, so we'll have to try and hook up with them. They're pretty awesome. Uh, don't say hook up, but I think you're right. So um, <laughs> hook up in the appropriate manner. <laughs> I will. Uh,
1: I will turn around um, right away. Meaning later, I will definitely start following Robot Kraken because I have heard that that's the sweetest, sweetest Twitter account ever. It Next is. There are the seven found, whole
0: tweets attached to it right now. <laughs> what's the uh, oh, the variable vague index
1: here? There was. There's a Twitter account that I found that they take old Nancy Drew-type books and they give new headlines. You know how much I love that yes. stuff.
0: Yes. Uh, I'll find it. Oh, no, yeah, I that don't. was a fantastic little link you sent to that. That was pretty great.
1: Okay, you can find it on robot-kraken.com. Yes. Today's, today's uh, well, today at the time of recording this, which is, the, what, the 5th of April? Yes. Uh, yeah, find that one. You'll find the link. It's awesome in every way. Okay, so that's it. We'll I think that everybody. is it. We'll see everybody next
0: week or in a few minutes. All of the above, I think. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Let's. Let, we should come up with some clever thing about, like, recapturing the Kraken or something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Time to put the robot Kraken back on its leash. <laughs>